This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Bonjour. Hola. Hey. Welcome to episode four. Episode four of the Life Without Overwhelm show. I'm your host, Mark Stucheski, also known as Mr. Productivity, host of MrProductivity.com. And today we're going to talk about five mistakes you are making when it comes to your planning. Number one. This is the big duh, not planning. Have you ever been guilty of this? Have you ever been guilty of saying, you know what? I wonder why I'm not getting stuff done. Hmm. Let me think about that. Oh, could it be you're not planning? Could be. You need to plan. I'm always telling people, tell your time where to go instead of wondering where it went. You need to plan. Don't just be in reactive mode. I remember when I was a child, there was a game at a carnival called whack-a-mole and the game was rather simple. There was a board and had all these holes in it and you were given a cloth, uh, cloth mallet. And as the game started, a mole would pop up on this hole and you'd whack it. And another mole would pop up on this uh, hole and you whack it. And the later the game got, the faster the moles would pop up and go down and you look like a lunatic trying to whack all these imaginary moles. Well, a lot of people approach planning like a whack-a-mole game. Okay. They, 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 they're reactive. They're just going to wherever the noise is. Don't do that. Make sure you plan. That's the first mistake, not planning. Number two, keeping your plan in your head. I think the only thing worse than not planning is planning in your head. Because your brain can only remember so many things. And I don't know what that number is. And that number is immaterial because it can't remember everything. So don't plan in your head. Don't say to me, Mark, but I know what I have to do tomorrow. I I got everything up here in my head. And then what happens if you got to rearrange your schedule? Hmm? Then what happens? You got to tweak things. What happens then? Oh, you're going to try to keep all the changes in your head? Not a good idea. So planning in your head is the second mistake you're making. Number three, you're over planning or also you are not letting your plan breathe. So I would never schedule every minute of every day. And I'm a big planner, but don't schedule every minute of every day. What do I mean by that? Don't schedule eight to nine, nine to 10, 10 to 11, 11 to 12, 12 to one, one to two, two to three. Don't do that. What you need to do is maybe schedule from 8 to 8.45 and then 9 to 9.45 or maybe from 8 to 9.30 and then 10 to 11.30. You need to have that little breathing room in there because calls will start late. And because they start late, they may run over. Maybe you get distracted. Someone comes in your office. Maybe the power goes out. Something's going to happen. Life will happen. And if you don't block out, that time to allow the call to run over, then by definition, if you have your schedule set for every minute of every day and you got something scheduled from eight to nine and then from nine to 10, and then the eight to nine runs to nine, 10. Now, what do you do? Cause your eight o'clock appointment went 10 minutes over. Do you do 50 minutes of the nine o'clock hour or, or does your whole day offset by 10 minutes? So allow some wiggle room because life is going to happen. I I know 
You don't think it's going to, but it is definitely going to happen. Number four, the fourth mistake you're making when you're planning is you're either over or underestimating. I had a client many years ago and she used to be, uh, I don't remember her exact role, but she used to do a lot of writing. And when I finally got her to accept that she needs to tell her time where to go instead of wondering where it went, she started planning, which is great, except she didn't realize how long she spent writing. So she would allocate an hour for writing and then she'd come back to me in the next call and go, it didn't work. I'm like, what do you mean it didn't work? It didn't work. I, I planned my day and I didn't have enough time. And I thought about it for a moment. I go, hmm, that's interesting. Let me ask you a question. How long do you write? She goes, three hours. How long did you allocate? An hour. Ah, we have the problem. Okay, you can't put three pounds of potato in the one pound bag. So she underestimated how much time was she's going to need. But the converse could also be true. You could overestimate. I'm going to process the podcast. It normally takes you 30 minutes, but you put two hours on your schedule. You have overestimated how long it's going to take you. So the fourth mistake people make when it comes to planning either is either over or underestimating how long something's going to take. And the best way to combat that is to actually make sure your plan reflects reality. So for example, let's say you schedule to write from eight until nine, but you notice on Monday you write for 90 minutes and on Tuesday you write for 90 minutes. And on Wednesday, you write for 90 minutes. Maybe you should start allocating 90 minutes for writing instead of an hour. Does that make sense? The fifth mistake people make, like you, when it comes to planning, is y'all getting too fancy. Okay? You are getting too fancy. Now, I could talk for hours about getting fancy, but you know what I'm talking about. Let me give you an example. Let's say you're a creative person, and you're not content with putting on your calendar the word right. No, you have to go get a picture of a notebook emoji and a picture of a notepad and a picture of a pencil and a picture of a cloud or whatever. You're getting too fancy. Now, I'm all for colored calendars, but when you have so many different types of calendars and so many different colors, you look at it and you're like, I don't know. I don't know what these colors mean anymore. Let me give you an insight to the way Mr. Productivity, that would be me, approaches my planning. I love colored calendars, but I can open up my calendar app and I know that anything's red is either a coaching client or a podcast interview. How do I know that? Because I use a service called Calendly. And when you book through Calendly to get on my schedule, the calendar is red. If it's the color yellow, that's personal development. If the color is blue, it's time for reading. And yes, I do purposely schedule time for reading. If it's purple, because my wife's favorite color is purple, that's family time. And then I have a color, which is going to sound really weird to you, but it's the color I went with. Don't judge me. It's black. Black is what I put when I want to do deep work. If you're familiar with Cal Newport, he talks about deep work. Deep work is when I turn off all notifications, put my phone, I do not disturb, and I focus. 
So right now, the thing that goes under the black category, the deep work category, is writing. So when I write, I don't want to have anything going on. So I can pick up my phone, and I I was really I was really pushing back on the color on the on my calendar where I can look at a week view. And as you know, when you look at a week view, everything's really small, right? You can't really see what's on the calendar. But now I know what the colors mean. So I can go, oh, okay. I don't have to know what the deep work is. I know when it's scheduled. I don't need to know when I'm going to have a coaching client or a podcast interview. I can tell by the color. But that's the extent as I get to making it fancy. Now, whether you use a planner or use electronic calendar, don't get too fancy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchewski Podcast. I really hope it served you well today. Now head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com. Sign up to be a free Mark Stuchewski Insider. Get my top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs. Absolutely free. It's my gift to you. And until tomorrow, my friend, go be productive.